The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Thanks for joining us again this morning on this Thursday. We're glad you're with us and giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. It's greatly appreciated and hope that we can just be an encouragement as we believe the Bible is. As it walks through, it explains so many things, things why churches do, why we should, things we should follow. But really, it's a prescription from God on how we can enjoy great blessing, how we can have his blessing in our life and fulfillment and all that he wants to do. And we're going to continue in that. Now, the, we've been talking the last couple of days as we've walked through a section of scripture in Corinthians that talks a lot about money. And we'll this will continue on at least till tomorrow. And so we, we talk a lot about, we've talked about the, not, you know, the obedience in giving, the reason be giving, the heart behind giving, things of those nature. Today we're going to talk about something that I think is important. And I think it's important that uh, people understand that churches do uh, take import and it's the administration of that gift. So when money comes to a church, um, it's important that how that money is then taken care of uh, is done wisely, it's done ethically, legally, it's done, you know, it, one, it's, it, there's no way someone can steal from it, no one can take. Um, it's important that there's, um, everything's above reproach, there's no way that you could place one of the money handlers in a situation where they can be accused. But even further than that, then where does it go from there? Um, where is the money disseminated? How is it disseminated? Things of that nature. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to walk through what Paul was saying in his scenario. Remember, he's, he is um, collecting money from the Corinthian church for other churches in need. And uh, so he's talking a little bit. He's kind of placed this. You wanted to do it a year ago. Now you need to fulfill that promise. And so now what he's doing is he's coming into this passage and he's going to begin to talk uh, about the process they're going to take in collecting those funds from the church and then taking them over. So verse uh, 2 Corinthians 8 verse 16 says, but thanks be to God who puts the same earnest care for you in the heart of Titus. For he not only accepted the exhortation, but being more diligent, he went to you of his own accord. So he starts off with this idea of Titus, who had a great heart for this church. And he said not only did he accept the desire to go teach the church and to receive these funds, he chose to do it himself. He's going to go, and he wants to be the one to help take care of this. He loved the church. He loved what was going on. And so he made a point to an extent volunteer. He said, let me take care of this. No one forced him to do it. Verse 18. And we have sent with him the, uh, the brother whose praise is in the gospel throughout all the churches. And not only that, but who was also chosen by the churches to travel with us with this gift, which is administered to us or by us to the glory of the Lord himself to show your ready mind. So here's what he says. He goes, I'm sending Timothy. And there's another person going with him who's been chosen by the church to help minister. So you would say that this man that was sent along obviously had a good testimony and a good reputation in the area of how to deal with finances and ethics and things of that nature. And so Titus goes and they're sending someone else with him that is recognized by a lot of churches for his his character and his ethical nature. Uh, and again, we'll talk a little bit more. Let's get in, let's finish this up and we'll find out how that applies to us. Verse 20. Um, avoiding this that anyone should blame us in this lavish gift which is administered by us, providing honorable things not only in the sight of the Lord but also in the sight of men. So he's saying we're sending extra people. We're avoiding that anybody would have reason to blame us or accuse us of stealing or things of that nature. And so he says, purpose is setting this out to avoid any impropriety is really the great way to look at it. Verse 22, and we have sent with them our brother, whom we have often proved diligent in many things, but now much more diligent because of the great confidence we have in you. If anyone inquires about Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker concerning you. 
Or if our brethren are inquired about, they are messengers of the churches, the glory of Christ. Therefore show to them and before the churches the proof of your love and of your boasting on, your, on our boasting on your behalf. So we what he's saying. So he sends Titus another guy, then he's sending a third guy. Two of them people are not named. Obviously, they were well, well known enough amongst the churches to be familiar, but they weren't named in Scripture. And the simple point was this. Their character was known well enough to where it was accepted. Now, why do that? So that nobody could blame. And he goes, please, when they get there, acknowledge these men are men of character. We're, we're not sending people who are going to take from you. They're men of character. They're going to do this well. So please acknowledge and understand that we're not bragging on them for no reason. We're boasting on them because these men can be trusted. So we see what Paul is saying is that we're going to select really what is a, a healthy gift from this church. And it's important that we help, help you understand that how these funds are taken care of and how we're going to make sure that they get their safety. So there's three men going to help take care of this. And so one of the things I think is important for us to see on the practical level is that in a church, it's very important, and I, I know our church does this too, it's very important that there are multiple hands seeing, multiple eyes seeing, multiple hands taking care of it. There's not just one person counting. Um, there should be levels of protection. One, for the funds that have been given, but two, for the people counting. So uh, I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm new here. One of the things that happened, I think it was a week ago Monday, um, I came into the office and I was going to walk through the offices and two doors on either side of one of the offices were closed. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? And he's like, well, we closed both doors uh, because they're counting. And the premise was that they have the, the group of people provided several people in that room counting to make sure there's accountability, but no one could walk through and accidentally take something or find out who gave what. There, so there's protection of the funds given. There's protection of the names of the people who were giving the funds. You know, that's not something I have information about. Uh, this is all to protect people, protect the funds, and then it's taken, it's deposited, um, and then, of course, we get receipts to make sure the bank says what we gave is what's been given, things of that nature. And then, of course, we keep a record, where that group keeps a record that can be used later for taxes and things of that purpose. Why? Uh, a lot of times people come back and say, well, this is just a ministry. And yes, this is a ministry first and foremost, but in today's culture, it's also a business. Uh, we really lean more towards the ministry side, but what I mean by business, it's a professional. It's a professional business that needs to be handled well. But we expect businesses that take care of our finances to handle things well. Um, we should. Church, people who come to church should expect that the funds they give should be handled well. Let, let me finish the last minute or so with and then what happens. Well, because um, you know, a lot of times if you were to see, you know, what are the offerings, where's all the money going? And by the way, I think that's a valid question. I've had people throughout the years say that's a critical question. No, I think it's a valid question. Um, I, you know, anytime we invest, we want to see the return. And so really to me, one, it goes, you know, obviously it goes into taking care of the facilities. It goes into paying the staff because those are the people paid to help make the ministry go forward, uh, which is greatly appreciated by us who are taken care of by that. Um, so when you come on Sunday and you see the programs, you see the worship, you see those things are people who have been paid to help make that happen. But honestly, the other side of that, then that fund is put back into ministry. The ultimate goal is transform lives. And yes, people like me are paid to help make that happen. But the ultimate goal is transform lives. As much as we love to fill an auditorium, 
Uh, it's not just filling an auditorium. It's filling an auditorium with people who've come to Jesus, who've been saved. The kingdom is expanded and lives are changed. That is the ultimate result. Now we could go in, I won't now for time, we could go in and talk about youth program and kids program and adult ministries and worship. and We could talk about all the other things that come, the liability insurance that's necessary just to have a property like this. We could talk about a lot of those other things um, that are necessary for this to happen. But ultimately, all of this takes place so that we can ultimately effectively, legally, and ethically spread the gospel to Jesus Christ in a needy world. And so please understand that when you give here to Grace Baptist Church, those funds are taken care of. There's, we make sure we do everything we can to make sure that nobody can take of it, steal of it, or know what's going on, and that it is all invested back into ministry, local and global ministry. And so when you give, trust that we have taken our steps to make sure that that is done in a way uh, that honors Christ and honors the funds given. And, and then so you can be confident that when you give, that it's taken care of and that it is putting back in a ministry. And, and as you live in obedience, the church you're giving to is as well. Thanks again for joining us on this Thursday morning. We're going to talk a little bit more about money again tomorrow as we continue in 2 Corinthians. We do appreciate the opportunity to teach and to be part of your day. Hope it's a help. Hope it's an encouragement. Nothing else answering some questions that so many people have about this idea of giving and why it's so important. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.